$50,000 secret square game with a $51,000 secret square lurking up there somewhere. Hey, Scott. Yes, Adam. Are you excited for Avatar 2? Coming to theaters someday. No. X gets the square. All right, David. Coming to you almost live from the center square in Hollywood Squares. This is the Unknown Studio. I'm Scott. I am Adam. And we are your erudite and gentlemanly hosts. I, 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 what does erudite mean? <laughs> we are well-spoken and, oh. and gentlemanly. We are, we are the Confucian ideal, if you will. I will. Uh, okay. And, uh, and thank you for tuning in uh, because you have nothing better to do. Then listen to Scott and I pontificate about movies. With other movie nerds. With other movie nerds, including, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. just because he talked first, <laughs> uh, Greg Beaver from Inglorious Hipsters. Hi. That's Greg again. Yeah. Uh, we, Aaron's also here. Aaron Bourne has joined us. You, you may have heard her a few times on the Inglorious Hipsters podcast, I believe. Hello. That was her. We also <laughs> have J&J. J&J. Yeah. Get a... Did, did I pronounce that correctly? That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> From the uh, J&J podcast. I thought you were starting a beatbox. <laughs> Jayton, Jayton. Actually, that, that could work. And today we're talking about well, the, the, Oscars. the Oscars. It's Oscar season, and that means our podcast for one episode becomes an entertainment podcast. Yes. Uh-oh. We're, we try to steal your guys' thunder. <laughs> we effectively steal their thunder. <laughs> because, because we got them on our show. Because we agree <laughs> that. Yeah. Did, and did you guys get them on your show? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I feel bad about this already. Don't. Don't. It's okay. You brought beer. I did bring beer. <laughs> and I assume that I'm going to get one later. You are definitely. <laughs> in fact, you can have one now. Ooh, thank you. So let's talk about the Oscars. Indeed. It is Hollywood's prom. <laughs> and is kind of as lame as Hollywood's prom you would expect to be. Yeah, basically. People show up in their finest, get their picture taken with their bow, do a fun and awkward little dance. Have sex with someone else in the bathroom. Probably. <laughs> I mean, Jack Nicholson disappears at some point during the show every yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Clooney's I thought it was there. because he was old. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, also possible. All right. <laughs> We're not going to make any diaper change Wait, jokes. Washroom jokes? <laughs> I thought he had the power to just evaporate. <laughs> Fair enough. He's old and therefore he's gained the ability. <laughs> is that what happens as you grow old as an actor? You become... Superhuman. You get perks. You get, you get to be perks. like Nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get to uh, you level up and you get to choose a trait. Yeah, you come to become a plus ten paladin. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Academy Awards, and I want to start uh, by asking you guys. We're not going to talk specifically right now about the movies that were nominated uh, and that Though may or may not win. We'll get to that. But do you guys do uh, Academy Award parties? Do you have like a, a little shindig Definitely. plan? We're doing one this year. Are you? Yeah. We're, Jordan and I have invited. Actually, I think all of you guys have been invited to our party. And I personally, I always have something going on, whether it's just watching the Oscars with my wife or, yeah, having a big shindig. I'm, I love the Oscars. 
Not so much the prom part of it, but the actual award. <laughs> like, you love the competitive prom. style of it. That's what I like. Did you just tell me that you don't like the red carpet portion? I hate that part. So How much. dare you? Which starts like six hours before oh, the actual yeah. broadcast. Yeah. If I was nominated for an Oscar, I would show up six hours early. <laughs> I'd be the only person on the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be so excited to be there. Maybe that's why there's so many wardrobe malfunctions. The cameraman. By the time the Oscars start, all the dresses have wilted. <laughs> it's possible. They're not made of fondant, Greg. <laughs> I think some of them might be. Yeah, so I was going to say, some might I be. I don't think you know much about fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the way I'm dressed. I clearly don't. Um, what about you, Greg? Do you guys do a, a thing? A, a shindig? No, I hate award shows. You do? Really? <laughs> I'm going to Why there. did we invite him onto the show? <laughs> To, to offer a counterpoint. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's yeah, you want uh, all positions. You want all sides of the story. <laughs> it's true. So nothing for you. Except no. maybe the J&J &J party. I mean, I'm always interested to see who won. But uh, I'm not. I'm usually not that interested in like the pageantry and all that. So it's more or less like celebrities masturbating. I love the pageantry. If I wanted to see that. I'd, you know. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, I mean, come on. Who doesn't <laughs> want to watch that guy masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we? <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? Are we masturbating while we're watching Hugh Jackman, or we're I watching said, Hugh Jackman? That's what I said. Some years I do alone. Boy, this is this is already <laughs> off the rails. We're we're four minutes in, and it's it's very bad. Yep. So, uh, Scott, you, do you ever do an Oscar party thing? I'm sure that it's on the record in previous episodes that I do. But for the listeners who have only just started listening to this show. <laughs> How would you respond? Uh, so to my mother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think she actually listens to the show at all. But uh, yes, I do regularly uh, attend an Oscar shindig. Ooh. Uh, it is fun. There is food and camaraderie and inevitably angry shouts at the screen when Hillary Swank wins. <laughs> I remember that story. Uh, and uh, yeah, we have a good time. Cool. Cool. Cell phone's off, everybody. My, my phone is making a lot of noise. It's because I'm doing things on the internet Clearly. at the same time. So have, have you guys seen all of the, let's say, Best Picture nominated films? Not quite. Okay. Uh, I've seen the majority of them. Yeah. We, were, we were, Me and Aaron were just watching Lincoln bef uh, before we came over here. Did you guys fall asleep? Twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Totally. Oh, I'm not alone. We, Thank God. Well, to be fair, yeah. Oh. To be fair, we... we we're what, we started the movie twice at midnight over the weekend. And then fell asleep That's your first mistake. Yeah. Yeah, no. Your second mistake was watching Lincoln. <laughs> he's not joking. He's a. Well, I I, I watched that movie at five o'clock in the in the evening and I fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, oh, right after work. I, I think if you, if you didn't if you don't have a lot of interest in nineteenth uh, century congressional politics, then yeah. you might not really enjoy yeah. Lincoln. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the time, I'm just confused who they're talking to and what it has yeah, to do. Yeah, who's with supposed anything. to be who and what. And if I was, you know, that. if I was an American, I'm sure that I would appreciate a lot more. Um, what they really I'm needed. Lincoln care. is one of their revered national figures it's true. because he was shot. Most presidents who get shot end Become up revered. becoming revered, whether they die or not. Even Reagan, there's some reverence around him. He was shot. Yeah. So there's some reverence. Yeah. While in. Office? Yeah. Oh, I know There stuff. was an assassination <laughs> attempt on Reagan. I know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm political and shit. <laughs> I really feel like Lincoln needed the... Uh, really, Reagan is more appropriate to this conversation, too, because he was an actor. It's true. Yeah. 
But Lincoln needed an Aaron Sorkin-like treatment. They needed it to be... A lot of scenes of him walking through the halls of the White House, talking, talking to people about freeing the slaves. Cracking wise and such. <laughs> he does. Well, he does, well, he does crack talk wise. a lot. Yeah. It's just mostly on couches and chairs. Yeah. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't a walker. The most Sorkin-esque characters were the, the guys behind the scenes trying to get the votes. They would like banter, and then the rest was iPods. Or those guys were kind of friendly, but... Yeah, that story would have been, like, just that story by itself would have been way more interesting, yeah. to me anyways. Because I was like, oh, that's I didn't know that's how they did it. That's crazy. And then, yeah, Lincoln would show up and tell a story that my grandpa would tell. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have not seen Lincoln. And you probably won't? I probably will not see Lincoln. The only yeah. one that I haven't seen that I have any inclination to see is Beasts of the Southern Wild. Which oh, apparently yeah. is really good yes. from what yeah, I've heard. I quite liked it too, yeah. Uh, I also have not seen that one. It flew under my radar when it came out. I want to see it because everything I've heard about it is that it's kind of a once in a lifetime movie. That yeah. it's really, really good. Yeah. You've seen it, right, Aaron? Yeah. And good, good. I liked it. I thought it was, yeah. The acting is really good. It's really pretty. Music is good. Yeah, I liked it. It was different, too. Like, for an Oscar nominated movie, I was, yeah. I was not what I was expecting when I started watching it. Yeah. Yeah. The only ones I haven't seen are uh, Amour, uh, Les Miserables, Les Miserables. I won't watch that. Les Miserables. Why, why not? Because it is a musical, and I will not watch musicals. Yeah, and Silver Lines Playbook, which I keep meaning to see. It's, but that movie's fantastic. Yeah, everybody keeps saying that, but I, I just keep forgetting to, to I watch it. I think it's aggressively like mediocre, but... Do you really? Yeah. Aggressively mediocre? I think there's. I think that there is that there are there are some good performances in it, but I think mm. the movie itself is kind of eh. It's like an extended sitcom episode. It's it's just an ABC um, romantic comedy when it gets right down to it, and it really does not deserve all of the Oscar nominations. Not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> and uh, better directors could have been nominated. Better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that movie. Argo? Yeah. It was decent, but talk about ABC. Like, oi. Like, yeah, totally. It was like, oh, this is going to happen, and now this will happen, and then this will happen. You know that was happening because he read it in history. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I knew stuff was happening in Lincoln. History's so boring, guys, right? It's like ABC. (laughs) Why does everything have to be so sequential? (laughs) Why do things have to make logical sense? Why does does one one thing thing happen after another? When did. When did when did pulp fiction <laughs> filmmaking <laughs> go out of style? Yeah, yeah. Tell me a story. I'm sorry. Tell that me was, a story. That was rude. Out of order. <laughs> yes. Greg, hilarious. Greg and I high fived our hilarity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think. I think. Yeah, we okay. suck. It was still fun. That's just, our, that's just now our podcast thing because we high fived in, in uh, the last podcast. So you, you planned this, didn't yeah. you? You wanted to turn this into our thing. Yeah. And now it is. <laughs> and now I'm rubbing your leg. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, because I am cursed with a Netflix addic- addiction that involves only watching television mm. um, and never watching movies for some reason, I have not seen any of not a, the... Not a single one. Not a single fucking one. Wow. Uh, this was like... This year for me in movies was a total dry spell. Oh, man. I think I saw Batman, which I didn't really like. Yeah, understandably. And I honestly don't remember what else I saw in theaters. Did you, did you miss Avengers? No, I did see Avengers. Okay. Did you miss Looper? 
I haven't watched all of Looper. I, I actually, have, I have actually not seen Looper yet, so uh, no spoilers. That, there's one that I fell asleep watching. Really? Not because it's a bad movie. I have plans to. She got nominated for at least writing and or visual effects. Really? Yeah. No yeah, but it, it was a filthy yeah. science fiction movie. So yeah, that's one of the reasons. Disqualified. Oscars. Filthy science so. fiction. Why? Why do the Oscars hate science fiction? Because it's not real film and storytelling. Apparently. Obviously. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Uh, it's it's just uh, it's a genre bias. Hmm. Same reason you'll never see a horror movie get nominated, and I mean most horror movies are awful, but no horror movie will ever get nominated for an Oscar. Uh, very rarely, the fact Lord of the Rings got nominations is astonishing to many. For, the for fact more Avatar, than fact. the fact say, Avatar got nominated was amazing. That's the only reason I knew Avatar was going to lose was because was Sci-Fi Avatar nominated the first year that they. They began the 10 nominations? No. No, it not was the, the first year. Because yeah. 2011 was the year. Maybe? 2012? Yeah. 2011. Because 2009, when Hurt Locker won, there was still only four. Yeah, there was... And then Batman... When Batman should have been nominated, which was either 2011 or 2010, it didn't. And then after Bat- Dark Knight didn't get nominated, that's when they were like... Oh shit, we fucked up. Uh, <laughs> we'll just do a bunch this year, and then we'll not. We'll give a few pity nominations to films yeah, that will obviously them, never win. Yeah, exactly. It does give them the opportunity to to give nods to genre films without actually having to get it. Without having to to sully their reputation yeah, by actually exactly. giving them an award. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of genre films, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple more films that we haven't touched on yet. That's true. Uh, Django Unchained. Awesome. I love that movie. Yeah. I think that's if I were picking, that would be the, the winner the yeah. for best picture. Best picture, but I don't know. About that. I'll just caveat that with saying <laughs> that I've seen all of them, so yeah, I guess yeah. not necessarily fair. Uh, Life of Pi, anybody? Fantastic! I like that movie yeah. a lot. Yeah, really I actually liked Life of Pi more than I expected. It's yeah, me good. too. I went into it going fine. I'll watch. Did, this you, like did any of you guys read the book as well? I no. Yeah. yeah. You guys haven't read Life of Pi? No, my wife like, says the same thing. You haven't read Life of I don't read books. Yeah. I <laughs> if There's I wanted to read pages. books, I wouldn't go and see movies. <laughs> Bingo. Someone actually uh, actually said that on Facebook when I uh, I commented on Trent Wilkie's... Trent Wilkie had a status update that said, I just read Cormac McCarthy's The Road, which is a very right. brutal book. Bleak. Uh, I actually really like the movie. I think the, the film is a faithful, very faithful to the text of the book. And and someone was basically like, uh, their their argument was so specious, but it was like, you've read the book, don't see the movie because it's the same as the book. And I was like, but it's a good movie. And he's like, doesn't matter. He's already seen it. I'm like, have you never watched a movie twice? <laughs> <laughs> or gone back and reread yeah. a book? I was just like, you're out of your fucking mind. Anyway. Yeah, I think the only time I would ever recommend someone do that is if, is if the movie happens to ruin the book in some way like well the world war z movie appears to be oh, <laughs> ruining yeah. the book i don't know yeah oh yeah and lots of people say that about watchmen too but it's Brad it's... Pitt, guys he's so pretty <laughs> <laughs> that is why i'll see it no joke yep. he is fighting a waterfall of zombies like <laughs> literally that's what it looks like <laughs> but it's a reverse waterfall because they're going up i guess oh, it looks terrible but yes uh <laughs> <laughs> Do read Life of Pi. I understand the film is quite excellent. The film was very good, yeah. And and I really, really like the ambiguous ending, too. Like, apparently the book, I and again, I haven't read it, so I don't know. Apparently the book's a little bit more ambiguous and a little less. Like, apparently the actor, I don't, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to say it without spoiling it. 
But apparently the actor kind of gave away some of the things that the book tries to keep at bay. So, But I still like the ending a lot, and I still like the movie a lot. Speaking of spoiled endings, Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Talk about ABC. I can't believe, I can't believe another, it's another... <laughs> It's just another movie where the Americans win. I'm so tired of it. It should not have been nominated. I feel like I feel like they should have done to this film what uh, Tarantino did in *Inglorious Bastards*. Exactly. Instead of you know they they killed Hitler. Spoiler alert. And in this one, Osama bin Laden should have killed them. Oh, that's not what, that's not what I was going for. That no, is, I'm just saying that is a you just got choice. you just got <laughs> put on a, some CIA watch list. Yeah, that's right. Like totally for saying right. that. I hope so. Theaters on fire. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, it wouldn't have been shown in the states. I mean, come on. Uh, that's but, you know, Star uh, Trek Thirty has the same problem I think as Hurt Locker did, which is I don't get a lot of. Um, Emotion out of the movie. This it's very cold. Mm. And I, I but I thought the only good part of the movie was the last five or ten minutes where it was exactly like the Hurt Locker. Yeah, where there's like a bunch of action <laughs> yeah. and like yeah, like action. Like part the of action it. part of the film where the she, she the like she does what's the director's name again? Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, yeah, where she does what she does best, what she did in Hurt Locker, and makes you sit on the edge of your seat while they're yeah, just walking tension and that's that's why i love hurt locker because the whole movie is just like on the edge of your seat tension oh god what's gonna happen and mm-hmm. the you i was waiting the whole movie for, for that to happen in zero dark 30 and yeah. then you'll yeah you're right at the end that's when you're finally like oh sweet oh god is this yeah. but you know what's gonna happen yeah so it's not i, I got a lot more out of, of the hurt locker than totally. i did uh, Zero Dark Thirty, oh, yeah. and you're right. There is a lot more. It, I didn't feel a lot of tension in that last scene, to be honest. Mm. Um, I felt like I just knew the outcome, and I was just waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know. I'm not sure if it was really shot in an interesting way. Uh, her locker to me was a lot more interesting visually, mm. just in general. Definitely. Yeah, there's some way cooler shots in Hurt Locker, and yeah, she shot she shot Zero Dark Thirty like very, like documentary realistic. Like it's very stark is the word I'd use. Like incredibly stark, and we we weren't at, fans. We talked about at it on points JJ. when it should work. I guess I don't. I didn't. I didn't like the way she. I didn't like the way they did that movie. Could have been half an hour shorter. Oh, totally. Yeah. And we kind of touched on Amour briefly. Yes. Briefly. Jay, it's supposed to be good. Did anybody see it? I've not seen it. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody has seen Amour. <laughs> no. I don't even so know. Moving on. It's, it's, <laughs> oh. it's about love, Jay. No. Obviously. It's French. About, it's French about old people. Old people French uh, love. Boring. It kind of looked like Away From Her, but with maybe different. I don't know if anyone saw Away From Her. I did was, not. Oh, I did. It's it Sarah Pollard. Makes me cry. Oh, God. Sad. Like, like a baby. <laughs> Curled up in the corner. Yeah. Oh, do you have no idea? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've we've kind of touched on all of the best pictures. All of the best picture nominees. Um, we kind of started with best picture, and we should have worked a little backwards. Well, no, we we so uh, now we know what the playing field that's what looks the like. Editing and, bay is for. And, and they're actually <laughs> no, no, it's it's all good. There aren't uh, there aren't you know a ton of uh, the other categories that don't include some of this stuff. So why don't we talk about why don't we What's, talk about actors bef- and actresses? Well, hold on before we before we actually ask you what your picks would be to win best picture. Let's skip ahead to director. 
Ooh. Because the, the two are kind of tied together, generally speaking. And then we'll, we'll get their picks, and then we'll move on to, to the acting categories, because that's a little separate. Um, five of the movies that we just mentioned are up for Best Director. Mm-hmm. Those are Amour, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Life of Pi, Lincoln, and Silver Linings Playbook. Now, there were a lot of people who believed that uh, Bigelow and Affleck were both snubbed for Zero Dark Thirty and for Argo, respectively. I don't agree (laughs) with either of those, because I... I I mean, mean, okay, Zero Dark Thirty, forget it. Like, that's ridiculous. (laughs) But, you know, Ben Affleck, it was a a good movie. It wasn't a great movie. Yeah, I think Affleck should be happy that he got a best picture. Like, to go from, what was his last movie? That bank heist movie. Uh, The Town. The Town was amazing. No, come on. (laughs) Affleck actually, in an interview... um, after, I want to say the Golden Globes, he was, uh, he was cornered at the Oscar lunch because they have a lunch every year where all the nominees are invited to just schmooze and, and have some food. And uh, he got cornered by a uh, reporter from, I want to say ABC or something. And they asked him, what do you feel about kind of getting snubbed for uh, directing Oscar? And his reply was, okay, I was just sitting at a table with uh, Ang Lee and Steven Spielberg. Like... Yeah. Compared to them, I consider myself to be an amateur at best. (laughs) Secondly, uh, I've spent many an Oscar night watching from my couch at home, so I'm just happy to have been invited. (laughs) So I was like, well played, Ben Affleck. I respect that. that. Dignity dignity in class. I guess. Just another reason why he should have been nominated for director. (laughs) (laughs) So you do believe that that he did get snubbed? I think so, yeah. Actually, apparently Bradley Cooper also said he got snubbed. I was reading that just before I came over here. And Bradley Cooper was nominated for Best Actor. Best Best Actor, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think David O. Russell should not have been nominated for Silver Linings Playbook. Again, I think there's some good performances in the movie, but the movie itself, and I I will repeat, was aggressively mediocre. (laughs) And I think that it didn't do anything particularly special from a direction standpoint, and I don't think he should have been nominated. I don't know. I've heard, again, I haven't seen it, Yet, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Like, it's but, but it's because it's a, of the performance. I think it's, yeah, a, no, I think it's, it's a good, it's, it's, it's a right. good movie. Maybe, yeah. maybe even a great movie. Whether it deserves to be, the performances are what make the movie for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not sure it's movie of the year type material, but well, mo- partly because it doesn't. I don't. I feel like it fails to say something. Like mm. it, they, there's a lot of themes that are touched on in the movie, um, gambling problems, bipolar disorder, uh, and, and none of those really play a big, you know, they're kind of touched on and then forgotten about, and then all that really matters is the, the quirk, uh, quirky love story, mm. uh, and that's well, it. So it's, well, it's a little hollow, I think, uh, um, to be best picture of the year. I don't know, but out of, out of like, when you, when you consider who's up for directing and then who's up for best picture and how many nominations it got just in like the acting categories in I think it's in a writing category too no maybe anyways Silver Linings Playbook but it's it's got the most nominations so for me just like mathematically I'm thinking that could be a winner like I again haven't seen it the math hasn't worked out for a lot of movies in the past that way (laughs) yeah exactly I don't know Avatar didn't win best picture I'm just gonna point that out (laughs) Avatar (laughs) didn't deserve it (laughs) no but it also had a crap load of nominations and it did not win in many categories but it didn't have 
any acting nominations, did it? I don't think so, but a lot of the technical categories and yeah, a lot totally, of the, like the yeah. script writing and the directing and what have you. Yeah, you can argue that the technical categories are probably well deserved. I mean, for Avatar, you mean? Yeah, yeah oh, definitely. Yeah. No question. And you, whatever you might think of uh, James Cameron, I mean, he, the man can direct a film and he can he can direct a compelling film. It may be horribly manipulative and uh, you know and, and simple, but he can do it. And they make billions of dollars. It's true. So that he can go on to his vanity projects, like going to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so directing Oscars this year. Um, I, could see, I could see Spielberg taking it for Lincoln. I hope not, because Lincoln, like we keep saying, Lincoln was so boring. Yeah, but so. the Academy likes their period pieces, yeah. and they Dude. like their press. And the King's yeah. Speech was also boring. I loved the King's Speech. No, I like the King's Speech, too. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you just got uh, so many surrounded by so many people who are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Scott thinks maybe Lincoln. I'm thinking that Spielberg might take it for Lincoln. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with Silver Linings Playbook because you think David O. Russell's going to take. They it? just they've got writing. I just looked it up too. Yeah, they have writing. They have all the almost all the acting categories. Actually, maybe even where is actress. It does. Uh, it does seem a little bit like a, a darling of a love story. It's a, it's yeah, a peri- they have it's all a the period acting. piece that has uh, has a, a, fat- a fantastic lead actor who does a great job with Lincoln, oh, Lincoln and, yeah. and you know, I, it just has best picture written on uh, it. Wit- written on it, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Kind of like you know the King Speech did. Period piece, great actor. And we're thinking not Amour or Beasts of the Southern Wild. No, well, not having seen Adam Amour, and, you know, you know. they would be very interesting. I think I think Beasts of the Southern Wild has a chance. Has should have a chance, but I don't think it's going to work. I don't think yeah. so either. I think it's a little too. <clears throat> this is going to sound weird. It's a little too artistic. Yeah. Uh, to actually merit winning an art award, it's just <laughs> no, cannot be done. The Oscars are a little too mainstream for it. Sure, sure, that's fair. Yeah, which I, is why, and because of that. Mainstream appeal. I'm thinking it's going to go to Spielberg for Lincoln. Huh. I wish Beasts. I yeah, but I agree with you, Scott. I, there's no way Beasts of the Southern Wild could take it. I just yeah, too artistic. I would be shocked and happy if they did. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I don't think they're going to. So that's my pick. Lincoln didn't really get a uh, across the board praise from film critics, though. Did no, it? I don't remember to be honest. That's a good question. Who who votes? Who's making the votes for the, for the Oscars? Yeah, old it, white people. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. A good Kevin guess. Smith. <laughs> that's pretty typically who does. Is Kevin Smith old? Because he's I know he's part of the he's directing. Member. Really? Yeah. I'm just wondering if they're like an elected committee or if they're. Well, no. If you're a member of the Academy, you get a vote, uh, to okay. my knowledge. Okay. But the majority of the Academy members are old white people. Yeah. <laughs> and mostly old male white people. Like 60-plus is, I think, the average age for Academy members. There are younger members, yeah. and the old members are literally dying out, <laughs> but there's still the plurality. Yeah, the only members that I know of, and just because... It's not like they're secret. You just well, need they, to kind of find out who they, they are. Yeah, they kind of are. It's not like people run around saying, like, oh, I'm on the, on the board or whatever, or on this. But the only ones I've actually heard come out and say it are... Um, Stephen Tobolaski and uh, Kevin Smith. That's the only people I've ever heard Fair enough. come out and be like, yep, we're part of it. Don't kill us. Kevin Smith's on the board? Directing, apparently. He ho- helps vote for best director, apparently. Hmm. Which That's cool. 
I don't know. Hey. He's a director who's directed a lot of stuff. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I believe. And he, he, knows, his, he knows his filmmaking backwards or forwards. He uh, can tell you whether a movie's good or not. And I, think I would, I would he, he I respect his, his opinion. He knows his film history for sure. Like, oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. So. I'm not as much as Quentin Tarantino knows his film yeah. history. Yeah. I was going to point that out. That's another... Actually, speaking of directing, that's another yeah. snub. What actually, now that I think about it, Quentin Tarantino also did not get nominated for Django. Which, Why do you suppose that was? Jam. Because David O. Russell needed that precious nomination. <laughs> <laughs> and someone had to eat it. <laughs> Plus the Oscars hate him. No. Well, that too. There is political reasons why he might not get get nominated and because again Django's kind of a genre film a little bit western. a little bit yeah. not a western it's a southern takes place in the south <laughs> eh. okay western style he but they've been describing it as a, a western style, style south he does have a direction <laughs> style that may not appeal to everyone also yeah. to, you know cuz so. well he's got both his last two movies have both been best picture nominations Inglorious Bastards and Django so yeah i don't understand that one i don't understand he cuz he did get no, maybe he did get Best Director for Inglorious. Bastards. I think he did get nominated for Inglorious Bastards. He had no yeah. chance of winning. No, not at but all. But he, I'm fairly confident he got nominated. I can't remember. Um, so any other directing picks? And then we're going to jump back to Best Picture. Uh, I pick Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> just if so if that Greg I... was the only member of the Academy. Just, yeah. just so that I pick somebody differently, different from you guys. Who are you going for? Uh, Michael Bay for Pain and Gain. <laughs> I'm going to say, because every, everything except for more in Life of Pi has been picked, so I'm going to say Ang Lee. He wouldn't be a bad pick. He'd be an interesting pick. Mm-hmm. I'm not certain I'd be happy if he won, but I wouldn't be angry if he won. <laughs> he's yeah. a good director when he's not directing superhero but, movies. Yeah. I was going to say, not directing the Hulk? Yep. Yeah, perfect. Now, the reason why I it's wanted to It's a comic skip... book, so everything's going to be panels, guys. <laughs> The That's reason, my Ang Lee impression, by the way. <laughs> Talks very, like a sixty-year-old man. Yep, and very uh, spot on, actually, from all the interviews I've ever heard with him. Uh, the reason I wanted to jump back to directing and then to best picture is because they're usually tied together. And generally speaking, my rule of thumb is: if you're not nominated for best director, you're mm. not winning best picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Argo might win this year. Really? Best picture? Yeah. Even and though it- the reason I say that is because it has basically swept all of the awards up to the Oscars. Yeah, and I hard? wouldn't have thought that unless it had won all of those other awards. But now I'm going, maybe Argo will actually buck the trend. And it's not unprecedented. It has happened that a director and a picture have won that weren't tied to each other. Yeah, but, but the last one was Driving Miss Daisy, yeah, was which was say. 20 years ago. So. <laughs> and, and it's only happened like four or five other times. It's not like common. In like the last but I think it years. might happen, and I think Argo might win for Best Picture. I, yeah, I, I think it would be a good pick. I, I hope not. I hope not, too, yeah. I'm, I really hope not. But I'm, I'm... Then again, we're not old white men. That's true. You're <laughs> not, not old white we're, men. We're young will white be. men. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, of my directing pick with Silver Linings Playbook, I'm, I'm going to stick with that. Through the whole, I hope they just. And yet, boom, and I still haven't seen you it. haven't seen it. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. But <laughs> that's so, so. Don't worry, Greg. He's not saying that he likes it. <laughs> he's yeah. just saying that he thinks that old white people like it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you might not. Which be, is, by the way, the reason why I heard Amour might have a serious chance <laughs> is because it's about old white people <laughs> falling in love, and that might yep. that not might only, not only resonate. old white people, French old white, people. and that might resonate with 
the Academy voters because <laughs> it might strike true with them. I don't think that's necessarily going to be the case, but I thought it was a funny observation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've got Jay saying Silver Linings Playbook for Best Picture. What do you think, uh, Greg? Oh, uh, for Best Picture? Yeah. Uh, I believe I said uh, Django and Chains earlier. Okay, right. And Jordan, did you get your oh. yours in? You're still thinking you're going to be a contrarian. Say, I want to say Django Unchained, but uh, you don't have to pick a different one you on just, principle. Just pick up the one. <laughs> I don't. I'm just trying to make things interesting. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a game. He's thinking. I'm thinking. It's not going to be Zero Dark Thirty. I'm not picking it. A more or Argo. Do you guys think Les Mis has a chance? No. 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 I I actually really like Les Mis, and I haven't seen it in the theater because I like the actual play mm. so much that I, I've heard I actually heard from a lot of people who love the play and have seen the movie that they hated the movie which is weird no not at all there are there are cases weird where something that works on stage does not work on yeah. film yeah. and I've heard from a couple sources that Les Mis is very much like that there's mm. some good music but from a from a staging point of view it just yeah. it doesn't work on film, there's well, something that you lose, and a lot of the a lot of the complaints I've heard too is the actors and actresses aren't singers. They're not print. They're not professional. I've only heard that okay, set of Russell Crowe. Really, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that's what I. Not said. a singer and dancer. Yeah, that's what I said too. But BS. <laughs> that guy is. He comes from stage, and he has a musical theater background. Doesn't he have a Tony, too? Yes, he does. And he has hosted that show more than once. You would not expect that Wolverine likes to sing and dance on stage, but there you go. Yeah, he does. (laughs) But he's Wolverine. (laughs) Coming in 2014, Wolverine the musical. I'd watch it. I would also watch it, but only if Hugh Jackman was still playing Wolverine. Even if he wasn't, I'd still be there. Uh, What was I saying? I can't remember. Lame is... Sucked. I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Jay's tactic here and pick one that I haven't seen. And I'm going to say... Because <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It I'm going to say Beasts of the Southern Wild. He's gonna, that's a good pick. He's going to say that that's going to win because all the movies he has seen, he doesn't think are best movie material. Is that fair? Pretty much. Right on. So, so wait, you're going with Ang Lee for the director, but... Beast of the Southern Wild for the for the movie. I'm going. I'm spreading out my love here. <laughs> Adam, so much of it. Don't spread out your love. <laughs> you can't remain impartial. What's your pick? Well, let's see here. Having seen none of these, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna go with my uh, my pick too, then. Huh? You're going with my style of pick, where you, you don't. You know, I, I I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make a blind J here. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. I'm throwing a hail mary. <laughs> I think it's going to be a historical film, but I don't think it's going to be Lincoln. I think the Academy is going to say, Mr. Affleck, decent movie. Lincoln was going to be actually my choice up until Argo won a boatload of awards leading up to the Oscars. So, And that's what made me go, I think that Steven Spielberg still has a chance at director, but I think Ben Affleck might get his producer Oscar. But you're right. I mean, the, there's only three movies in history that have won Best Picture and not been nominated for Best Director. One of them was Driving Miss Daisy. That's it was right. the most recent. And the other two were from, the, from 1927 and 1931. Yep. It's yep. not common. But it does happen. So, And I'm the only one who picked the same director as a movie? That's correct. Okay. Just we, haven't make heard a from, we haven't heard from Aaron yet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Right, Aaron. <laughs> uh, this is really uh, awkward. Uh, oh, I'm on the spot. Um, I'm gonna go with the safe bet and say Silver Linings, and that's not yes. who I would choose, but that's what I'm guessing. Given all the nominations, yeah. 
Does anyone ever do this kind of thing and pick the ones that they, not that they think will win, but that they want to win? Yeah. I, I did that one year and was tremendously disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I actually usually do that is pick the ones I think are going to win and then the ones I want to win and then. Uh, I think I did. I, I went the first uh, time I did this Oscar podcast. I uh, I predicted that uh, King's Speech would would win solely based on it being a pyramid feast, and that was pretty correct. I will I will stick with that. I want Django and Chain to win, but I know that it will be Lincoln. There you go. Nice. nice. Interesting. Go. Now and again, Lincoln would have been my choice, but for Argo, being the scrappy underdog, it is. <laughs> Do you have a business plan, but you're not sure where to go from there? Do you want to increase sales? Get noticed? Wow your audience? Make your mom proud? We've got you covered. We're connected, we're creative, and we're innovative. We are strategy first. If you've got a great product or service and you want the whole world to take notice, call Focus Communications. Let's start a conversation. Go to focuscom.ca. We should take a moment. Yes. To thank some important people in our lives mm-hmm. who are not sitting here at the table with us right now. Because Obviously, they are important people as well in our lives. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but I'm, of course, referring to our sponsors. They are delightful because they help us make this show, make our website go, and allow us to eat. And they are, in no particular order, Focus Communications which is a lovely public relations and event company run by the, the humans. De- the Delightful Humans. The Delightful Humans, which is going to be a sitcom eventually. The Delightful Humans. Uh, they have supported us this year, and we're grateful to have uh, their, their support. support. This is the least eloquent I've ever been. <laughs> Except for last show when I called Owen Rapey. <laughs> <laughs> Which didn't make it into the final cut, Thank so now I have to edit that out. Of this <laughs> well, it's right at the end, so uh, you can't miss it. Uh, and we should also thank the Hogwarts of digital media in Edmonton. That's correct. Guru, Guru Digital, digital Arts. Arts College. Yes. yes, they are doing amazing things uh, with their programming. Online and off. And off. Uh, they have courses on building websites and doing digital design and... Uh, sequential art yep. and other such glorious things, video game level design. And they're growing too. They're doing 3D animation and just a ton of uh, of program offerings that you can take advantage of. So if you want to change your career or just get into one, go to gurudigitalarts.com. All right, let's move into some acting categories. Acting? Let's do. Let's, uh, let's start with the supporting actors the way that the Oscars do. Because they are the lesser actors. That's not true, actually. The supporting, actor, the supporting actors are usually the better actors than the lead actors. Um, so let's, start, let's do Oscar order. We'll start with supporting actress. You've got uh, Amy Adams for The Master, uh, which I'm surprised didn't get more nominations. Yeah. Uh, Sally Field for Lincoln. Anne Hathaway for Le Miz. Uh, Helen Hunt for The Sessions. And Jackie Weaver for Silver Linings Playbook. I'm going to go with uh, Helen Hunt. 
really. Just because. Just because. <laughs> just because. Have you seen the sessions? I have not. <laughs> he just he just wants Helen Hunt but to I, win the Oscar. But I saw the Red Band trailer and I saw her boobies. <laughs> that is totally fair. <laughs> a boobie, I get a two a, hunts up. I think Les Mis is going to win one award, and I think it's going to be Anne Hathaway. So do I. I agree yeah, with Scott completely on that. Yeah. I've heard nothing but people like if they even if they don't like the film, they're still gushing about her performance in it. So honestly, I think, I think the only one uh, Silver Linings Playbook isn't going to win for actor is actress, supporting actress. Oh, Jackie Weaver. Maybe I haven't literally looked at the nominees yet, so I'm just going to guess. So we'll, we'll really get to the have nominees. A big role in that movie. <laughs> not really. And not really a lot. No, of, and certainly not any killer scene that I can pick out in my mind. She doesn't have her Oscar like, moment. No, I have to look her Oscar up. moment will be her sitting on the couch flipping through TV Guide. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> but she did it so realistically. <laughs> <laughs> she really sold the the ennui of flipping through TV Guide. <laughs> <laughs> the the deleted scene is her doing the. TV Guide crossword yeah. puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or it's like it's 20 minutes of her nagging at Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh, she's the mom. Oh, I had to look up who she was. I was like, wow. I only, I only that's know a, that because I asked Aaron earlier. Like, who the hell is that? That's a no, solid, that's think, a solid if recommendation. If you think about the movie, there's really no other supporting actress in the whole Oh, movie. so they just like... Except uh, for her. Isn't Julia Childs in it too? Uh, or no. Julia Styles. Styles, not oh, Childs. Yeah. Styles. <laughs> yeah, close enough. All right. Well, everybody seems to have more or less made their pick there. Yeah, and have. So let's move on to supporting actor. You've got Alan Arkin for Argo. Oh yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro for Silver Linings Playbook. Philip Seymour Hoffman for The Master. Tommy Lee Jones for Lincoln and Christoph Waltz for Django Unchained. This and by the way, I. I'm surprised Leonardo DiCaprio didn't get nominated for Django. Oh, no kidding. And that's with all due respect to Christoph Waltz, who was great in that movie, and who absolutely deserved his previous supporting actor win, but I'm surprised Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you think Leonardo DiCaprio should have got it in in the stead of Christoph Waltz? If I had to choose one over the other, yes. Really? Really? I... (laughs) What? Christoph Waltz was great in that movie. No kidding. Yes. But Leonardo DiCaprio was really great in that movie. I hated him <laughs> so much in that movie. He was a really good bad I guy. I wanted to punch him in the face forever. And that is, that is a compliment. That he made, <laughs> he made such a loathsome bad guy that yeah. I was just like, he was really great in that movie. And I think he well, should have gotten the nomination. Him and Christoph Waltz were the best parts I, of that I movie. I think he was my, my least favorite performance. Really? In Django, really? Yeah. DiCaprio? Because yeah, you I've... hated him, man. No. No? I just... I mean, it wasn't. It's not. It's a. It's a typical DiCaprio performance. It was fine. You know, it was. There wasn't anything wrong with it. It was just like everything. Everyone else is just a, a, a level above. I was yeah. surprised at Samuel L. Jackson in that movie, by the way, because oh, it has awesome. been a long time since I've seen him act. Yeah. And he acted in that movie. And totally. he was really good. I do yeah. believe you've missed a film called Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly acted. As Samuel L. Jackson. Greg, Greg, nobody missed that movie. I I saw Snakes on the Plane midnight opening night. And the only thing I regret about that is that I didn't bring a bucket of snakes to throw in the air when the snake ball went off. And we were watching it with the right crowd because it was totally a midnight movie. Like, 
Rocky Horror Crowd. We were counting down with the snake bomb. At one point, I shouted, two minutes to snakes, and the audience cheered. (laughs) We were with the right group of people. It was great. I loved his, uh, his, he was only in it for uh, the first five minutes, but I loved him in the other guys. Uh, (laughs) Somebody called 911. What was it? Oh, nine one! Holy shit! That's what I was saying. I blew that line pretty good. But seriously now, on to actor in a supporting role. Hang on, hang. <laughs> Someone call nine one! Holy shit! There you go. Nice. Uh, Very nice. Samuel L. Jackson is not in that category. Um, this, but this category is stacked, though. Like, it is. Yeah, there are a really, lot of really good people. In really it. tight. Like, um, I'm. Holy crap! Uh, I'm gonna say, oh man. This was the one I was agonizing over because I'm I'm really not sure. I want to say Robert De Niro, and I want to say Tommy Lee Jones, and I haven't seen Lincoln. Fair enough. <laughs> That's because I would uh, I would like Christoph Waltz to win again, I, but I don't think amazing. he's going to. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Really good. Actually, Tommy Lee Jones is on the bottom of the list for me. Like he was good in it, but he was very like. He was Tommy Lee Jones. That's, in my mind. that's I think, what Mark said yeah. when we were watching it just before we came over in here, and he said that you could put a rock with a sad face on it. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Lee yeah, like <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman, also, uh, also very good. Mm. I and, yeah, and should be a contender in that category. I unfortunately I didn't. See didn't he's yeah, always good he's too. He's really dependably good. So. Yeah, that's because he's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, and he's a great character actor. I really, really loved Alan Arkin in Argo. Though. Like, I don't think he'll win in, in the slightest, but I loved him in that way. He was hilarious. Argo, fuck yourself. See, that was actually the one problem I had with that movie, is I really thought that they kind of overused that line. Oh, I loved that it got line. To, like, when, it, when they kept using it, and when, they, when it kept coming up at the end, I was like, all right, I get it. It's, <laughs> it's very funny. The best Moving line of the whole movie. And that's why the movie sucked. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Christoph Waltz, just cause, mostly because I haven't seen The Master. Fair but, enough. But but uh, Christoph Waltz also won like talk about winning all the awards. And you love him. Actually, that's Django. true. He also has won a number of awards yeah. for he, for Django Unchained leading up to now. And he didn't. Did he not win for Inglorious Bastards? I can't. Yes, he did. He did. So that's because he's a really good actor. Right? Yeah. He also does a really good rendition of the Trollolo song on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally serious. Yeah. Wow. He apparently has. He apparently has a really good sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, he was on uh, what's Zach Galifianakis' In Between Two Ferns. <laughs> yep. Pretty funny in that part. Yeah. Him and Zach just both talk over each other for like a good ten minutes straight. They're just both talking at the exact same time. So we, we have not achieved consensus here, it doesn't sound like. I would they take Waltz as well if it was me. Yeah. Again, I haven't seen some of the performances in some of the other movies, but I, do, I certainly I would, wouldn't I pick would Tommy want Jones Waltz to win. But yeah. you think it's going to be Robert De Niro? I think it's going to be Robert De Niro. Fair enough. Hmm. That, would, okay. that would really disappoint Let's me. Let's move on to the lead actors and actresses, starting with lead actress. You have uh, hmm. Quaven Shanae Wallace. And I'm pretty sure I said her name right. And I started with that one because that's going to be the tongue twister. <laughs> Jessica Chastain, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Jessica Chastain for Zero Dark Thirty, and Quaventione for Beasts of the Southern Wild. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence for Silver Linings Playbook, Emmanuel Riva for Amour, and Naomi Watts for The Impossible. Now, I would have said Jessica Chastain because she was 
as even if you didn't like Zero Dark Thirty, she, she was, was really good in yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. But then Jennifer Lawrence came in, yeah. with her Silver Linings playbook, and she was probably the best thing in that movie. I, I yeah. she's my pick, I think. <clears throat> yeah. So I, th- yeah. I think Jessica Chastain should have won it, but I think Je- Jennifer Lawrence is going to win it. I really yeah. want Wallace to win, and Wallace is a just because she's Wallace, yeah, Wallace, because she's nine years old. And, and you always was, pull for the kids. She carried that movie. Oh, so, and she was like, really yeah. good. Yeah. absolutely for a nine-year-old kid, and she she is absolutely brilliant in the movie. Like absolutely, it'd be awesome if she won. Oh, it'd be fantastic. I'm pretty sure she'd be the youngest Oscar winner. Yeah, she's the youngest she nominated. So yeah, she would definitely be the youngest. Kids the, never win. It's yeah. sad, but it's true. She's no matter how good, good kids so never good. win. I would I would stand up and applaud if she did. Oh, totally. I don't think she's going to. I think it's going to be Jennifer Lawrence. But, Who's the last mm. kid to, to get nominated? Uh, I think it was... Uh, it was who recently. The, who won the Golden Globe? What's her name? Oh, uh, shit. She just, I don't know if it was last year. She just, no, she just won it this year, the Golden Globe, uh, and she played in Taxi Driver. Someone help me. Nobody's helping me. No, I'm drawing me. a blank. Shit. Uh, Helen Hunt? Awkward no, not <laughs> Helen Hunt is uh, not a child actor. Oh, <laughs> she was. Jodie Foster, thank you. She was. Jodie Foster was super young when she got Anna nom- Paquin was, too. Oh, yeah, that's right, too. <clears throat> but there was one who was recently nominated. Right? Uh, and I, for... Um, um, that girl from... Precious. How I'm not sure how young she is. 17? No, I mean like a kid, oh, not that, a teenager. That Western movie, that was a remake... Oh. Right. Yes. Oh, yes. You're totally right. Haley something or other. For, yes. I yes. Know For uh, the movie with the Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except it wasn't the Duke, it obviously. It wasn't the Duke, but. Oh, why are we guys, all blanking on the name? <laughs> you guys missed the visual of Scott pointing guns. <laughs> well, the Duke. Amazing. <laughs> uh, I can't. What's his name? The Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty Jeff great Hayes. radio, by the way. <laughs> no, we're, we're all trying to remember the name of the movie. God damn it. Jeff Bridges and Haley Stein. Jeff Bridges, yeah. Jeff Bridges. So, sorry, what's the question again? <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the movie? <laughs> I, want it, I want to say Unforgiven, and I know I'm wrong. It's not no, Unforgiven. No, it's not no. um, True Grit. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, I, I had to look it up. No, you were looking no. the whole time. You were just like, "Yeah, it's true, good. I'm just gonna wait on it." <laughs> no, actually, there there have only there's only been about a dozen nominees and and far less winners. There have been a total of four children actors who won Academy Awards. Oh, there you go. Uh, I, is Shirley were, Temple one of them? Shirley Temple in 1934. That doesn't surprise me. Patty Duke in 1962. Okay, yeah, Tatum O'Neill in 1973. Yeah, I'm Anna Paquin in 1994 for the go. piano. Oh, so I was totally wrong. She, Anna Paquin, ugly kid. <laughs> <laughs> she is she, beautiful now. She didn't win for that geese movie, did she? She won for the piano. Ah, uh, so that makes sense. Geese movie. Which, which in, by the way, is like one of... Fly Home or something it's called? Yeah. Okay, okay uh, so we're mostly split between Jennifer Lawrence and... Uh, Quivention A. Wallace, by the sounds of it. I'm actually going to go... Give me a sec. I'll get back to the... I, I've not seen Beast of the Southern Mile, so I'll have to take uh, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm actually going with Naomi Watts. I want uh, Willis to win, but she won't. Like, we keep saying, she's way too young. She, there's no way. And the fact that Naomi Watts is just like... It's like one of the only nominations The Impossible got. It's just kind of like way out of left field. Yeah, but it's probably just to a me, nod, right? Yeah, that happens a lot. I, that's my vote. It's like Denzel okay. Washington. Washington. He's locked in. He I'm ticked the box. I, where's the like lock in sound? The ballot is <laughs> in. Yep. Post-production. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Actor in a leading role. 
Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm saying it right I'm now. not there yet. Oh, Bradley sorry. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooper for Silver Linings Playbook. Denzel Washington. Daniel Day-Lewis for Lincoln. Hugh Jackman for Les Mis. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix for The Master. And Denzel <laughs> Washington for Flight. Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> if Lincoln wins it? nothing else, Daniel Day-Lewis will yeah, win for Yeah, he's going to... He's like... Yeah. I was falling asleep during that movie. I dreamt of Daniel Day-Lewis. He's that he's good. So good. He was really good. He was yeah. so good, yeah. And knowing nothing about Lincoln and how he spoke or what he looked like. Well, I mean, I know what he looked like. But, yeah, he was awesome. I just I had actually heard before that the, that movie that Lincoln talked in sort of like a, a higher pitch, sort of gravelly voice or whatever. Um, but he's typically depicted as having sort of a, a low, booming voice. Hmm. And he kind of does kind of not in the middle, but it's a little higher. But the voice and just the like motions and the walking, he, he I think he did a great job. Yeah, his posture. Yeah, yeah. He is he is very much a method actor. Oh, totally. And he becomes the character that he I plays. I actually uh, read a little blurb about how him and Sally Field both were doing method acting and they would text each other in character. <laughs> Because they were playing husband and wife, right? Four so. score and yeah, seven exactly. to go. Yeah, exactly. Which is nuts if you think about Lincoln it. Lincoln didn't text. <laughs> End of story. That Daniel Day-Lewis couldn't method act his way out of Are a paper bag. Are you saying they sent each other letters? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they should have sent. They wrote letters and sent it via horse courier. <laughs> <laughs> they could have, yeah, Paul Revere was like their personal. No, I don't think that was the right time. <laughs> They'd give no. it to their assistants, and their assistants would type it up and email it to the other assistant. Who <laughs> yeah. would then print it off, or no, write it down <laughs> yeah. on, on parchment. And seal it, with it was, it was yep. very authentic. Yeah. It was very authentic. They demanded nothing less. <laughs> I like that we're making up trivia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're terrible people. There's no chance Bradley Cooper's winning this? I wish. I'd say an outside chance. Yeah. But I'd, uh, I'd I want him to win. I think Daniel Day Lewis will take it. Again, I, if, there's if no way any there's no way any of the other actors would win. Oh goodness no. Denzel Washington was pretty no, good in flight. He was Did just, you see it's flight? just an odd. It's not Did you see win. it? Did you see flight? I saw flight. You with me. Yes. It was good. <laughs> it was good. He's the best part of that movie. He is the best part of that movie, but it's he, not an Oscar nominee. It's not an Oscar winning performance. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, obviously Daniel Day Lewis is gonna win, so. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman, that's just a... Him and Bradley Cooper, I feel both of those are just like pity noms. The, pr- like, the pretty boy Good noms? Job. Good job, boys. You can come to the Oscars. Make us look nice. You get to sit we, up front. We yeah. can put you on TV and people will watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. TV, you say? Yeah. Well, that's far better than the cinema. <laughs> There's a great uh, rant in uh, one of the latter seasons of 30 Rock. I want to say season six. Where, uh, no, it might be season five. Uh, after he has egotted, um, Tracy, 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 Tracy finds himself burdened with the responsibility of being an A-list actor all of a sudden. And <laughs> wants to burn all of his bridges so that people stop calling him to do like charity and such. And uh, Alec Baldwin, as Jack Donaghy, points out that it doesn't matter how good an actor you are. It doesn't matter how many awards you've won or how many accolades you have. If you work on television, you will never be respected ever again. (laughs) And it is is a wonderful little wink. Yeah. I laughed so hard at that. (laughs) So that's that's it for the sort of major categories, isn't it? That is the major categories. There are some middling categories. 
before we move into the trivial stuff. Yeah, not trivial. It's <laughs> trivial. No, no Oscar is trivial. Some of the Oscars are trivial. Some of them. Are, yeah. Some of the Oscars are given away at a dinner several weeks before the Oscars. <laughs> They're so trivial. All are science and one of the all the science the and technical science and tech ones, ones yeah. cuz they don't like science fiction. Uh, well, science. not just that. It's because if they did them on the main show, the main show would be 12 hours long. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because <laughs> there are a wins, lot of them that get given away. Who science award for the Oscar? What's I have that? no idea how that works. Is it like... like well, no, it's, it's like... Are those the, like, the nerds that work on Star Trek <laughs> that are like trying to get all the star no, it's, maps it's, right and all that? Well... To an extent, but it's it's mostly it's mostly stuff like for like innovating new camera techniques or building new technologies that make film making better. The stuff that arguably is more integral to yeah, creating totally. film that it's makes arguably. film better. Has yeah. that gone to the guy, the people at Red for the last few years? Then, possibly. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not on television. It's yeah. exactly right. Ooh, there is one that I do want to talk to, and that is best animated film. Well, I was yeah. going to go there next, but you beat me to it. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, I've seen I've seen one of these, so I, I'm definitely qualified to talk about it. And it's not the one that you think. I should I should have seen Wreck It Ralph, but oh. I, I haven't seen it. So you've oh. seen Brave. I've seen Brave, <laughs> which shouldn't be up there. Brave was, but it it's was a Pixar. Not, movie. It's a Pixar movie, yeah, and it was that's why probably one of the worst Pixar movies. I agree. Uh, cars. No, much I, worse. okay. I haven't seen. No, cars. I think Brave's worse than Cars. Really, Cars had some like. A little bit of momentum and a little bit of funny going for it. <laughs> Zoom. I felt like in Brave, I felt like the focus on uh, or the decision to make these all Scottish people was it just when I started watching it, I was like, this just feels like How to Train Your Dragon. Like they're yeah, totally. They were they were totally going. For it that. was I, I don't know. It, it sucked. It was a oh, shitty you know, movie. And no apparently, it oh, got, aside from No Dragons, they were totally going for that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understood what you're saying, Jordan. Yeah. And apparently it got chopped to hell. Like, it got edited all to hell. They really? They fired the director, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, like halfway through, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Of Brave? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't know that. There was like, explain a lot. It was like it a definitely whole was, different It story. definitely was missing something. It was A director. <laughs> Brave could win. Brave could not. win on the merit of it being a Pixar movie. Yes, and yeah. that would be quite sad. That it would be, be it would be incredibly would be cynical. Very bad. It would be incredibly cynical, but I could see it. If Wreck It Ralph doesn't win, it will be a travesty. But I'm mm. willing to say that Paranorman yeah. is might be good. Uh, a good out of left field winner. I know that it's did not get seen by everybody in the world. Some of our listeners may not have seen it. But Paranorman was actually a good movie. I've heard it's really good. I yeah. Seen it. yeah, I've heard I, good I've things too. I've unfortunately not watched a, a lot of animated films this year. And Brave and uh, Wreck-It Ralph are the only two out of the list that I've actually seen. I would say that if uh, Wreck-It Ralph does win Best uh, Animated Feature, that it is a, definitely a weak year for animated. animated yeah, totally. Well, I think but out of, out of the nominees, I think it's the best. And I did like the movie. It was Which, Wreck-It Ralph? I liked yeah. it, too. I, I saw Pirates yeah. Band of Misfits, and I'm surprised it got nominated. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, uh, it clearly, it was, we need a fifth movie for this category. Uh, what came out? And Frankenweenie yeah. wasn't bad. But it wasn't great. But it wasn't great. And Brave wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. I feel the same way about Rick so and Ralph, I, though. I like think that it was it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. But Brave was less good. Than oh, I agree. Ralph. No, I agree. Rick and Ralph had a lot more heart than than Brave did. I thought, exactly. and, and that was kind of and a lot better acting. <laughs> Alan Tudyk Tutu- Alan Tutu- <laughs> alone. 
that for me that's like yeah please win so that alan tattoo can be in an oscar winning movie adding please. an extra two to his name probably probably okay alan tattoo Two two dick. underrated. Oh my, that went yeah, sideways. I, I, I don't disagree with you. Like, it, it, like it wasn't, it wasn't a great animated movie. I, mm. Like, I think my beasts with it were more or less personal. I think I, I would have liked to have seen more nods to. Um, I find that this is video games of my category. Era. So many not good animated films out there. I don't know. There's been some really big winners, like obviously like Beauty and the Beast and stuff like that, yeah. and like Finding Few. Nemo. Few. No, I don't know. So basically this, giving away. I think the, the Toy Stories were deserving of their the awards. Well, the, the reason they gave them their own category is so that they don't have to worry about nominating them for a Best Picture. Yes, mm, them not winning. That's true. Yeah. Um, so that's why they gave them their own. I mean, fundamentally, animated films have the Annie Awards too, yeah. which are worth checking out. I don't even know what those are. The Annie Awards? They're the Animation Awards. Uh, it's where they give out awards for animation. Yeah, I could have guessed. And people like voice actors <laughs> actually win awards. Oh, tra- hang on, hang on, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Dial it back a second. <laughs> what are they for? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was kind of hoping they were like, best rendition of Annie this year. No. No? No? Okay. I yeah. actually think... That's Paran- the Hard Knock Life Awards. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Paranorman is what I'm going with personally, and I, that would be that would be a good pick. I would yeah. be fine if Paranorman won. Yeah. Totally, I would prefer Wreck-It Ralph won, but I'm I'm aware that's mostly a personal because I did really like that movie. Me, me, you guys. You went in expecting more Sonic the Hedgehog is your problem. Mario too, actually. There was lots of things I expected way more of. No, no Nintendo. Man. Nintendo wasn't good. Nintendo was never going to do that. No way. Yeah. I would Valid. go with Wreck-It Ralph based on its popularity alone. You should see it, man. It was actually pretty decent. He did see it. He said it was... No, oh, I thought you said you it. hadn't... Oh, no, he'd he seen said Brave, Brave, not... You made a mistake. Racket. Sorry. I, I, yes, I did. I did. <laughs> Brave was foisted upon me. It's not my fault. <laughs> uh, let us never speak of this again. Are you looking for current, relevant, highly specialized digital media instruction? You need to seek out... The Guru. Guru Digital Arts College offers intense six-month programs that simulate real-world projects. You'll work in small classes in a casual professional environment and meet industry pros who offer a mentor-style approach to learning. Some institutions make the same claim, but with Guru, you'll develop the confidence to get out and become a part of the digital media community. Come visit us anytime. Check out a class, talk with our instructors, and be part of the Guru experience. For more information, email info at gurudigitalarts.com or call 1-877-429-4878. Music. Oh, there's uh, original score or original well, song? I'm, I'm going to go into original song. We can talk about score. No, I'm um, All I know is if fun wins, everyone's going to be really mad. <laughs> <laughs> that dropped, like, pretty much into that conversation <laughs> right there. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this will be the last time Greg is on Earth. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Skyfall did get nominated. Yeah, 
But here's the thing. There were a lot of people who were surprised the movie didn't get nominated for Best Picture. Really? Surprised by that? Yes. I was. And here's the main reason why. Number one, okay, there's two main reasons why. Number one, it's not half bad. Cinematography, cinematography maybe. And number two... Number two, it is the 50th anniversary of James Bond, and they're having a big tribute to Bond. Why don't you just give it a nod, even though it's never going to win? That was, that's a legit question. And they only nominated nine movies. Yeah, they did have room for one more. So they could have nominated one more. It could have been Skyfall. It never would have won. But then you say James Bond got nominated for Best Picture. And then that, that all the Bonds coming to be on the Oscars exactly. would make sense. A little more sense, anyways. But there was some there was some question why they didn't do that, and I think that's legit. Yeah, I'm know. not saying it necessarily deserved to win. I want well, I I the cinematography thing definitely, but not best yeah. picture. Yeah. Did it even yeah, get nominated for? Sig- I'm pretty sure that it's no, it's nominated for cinematography. cinematography has yeah, to be. I'm pretty sure it didn't get nominated for much. No, not much other than that. Um, I, really, I really, I really did truly love that Skyfall song. That was very good. Really, um, it's yeah, catchy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I dug it. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah I, out of like any of the Bond themes that I've heard, it's easily cool. the best. What about Paul McCartney? Come on, Paul which McCartney. One? I forget. Actually. I don't even know which one he did. <laughs> Live and let die. Yeah, thank you. But I, I was, totally. But I was gonna go. Everybody needs a friend from Ted. That's my vote too. Actually, Ted is presenting this year. Is he? Yeah. Him and, him and uh, Mark Wahlberg yep. Yep. are presenting an award. Sweet. It'll be good. So you think Ted? I think I... Hmm. Yep. I'm going to go with Ted, too. Why the hell not? Greg, do you, be, do you guys think that, that Skyfall is just good, or do you think it'll win? Uh, what else is going uh, So, yeah. There's Before My Time from Chasing Ice. Everybody Needs a Best Friend from Ted. Pie's Lullaby from Life of Pi. Skyfall, of course, mm-hmm. from Skyfall, and suddenly from Les Mis, because, of course, they're going to write an original song for the movie so they so can they get can nominated win. for Best Original right. Song. Skyfall is about the only one I can actually speak to, aside from, I guess, I've seen Ted, but I don't know which song they're talking about, to be honest. So Skyfall is, for me, out of sheer ignorance. <laughs> Next. Um, <laughs> the Simpsons could win an Oscar this year. What? The Simpsons. That's, that is true. Uh, in the short film category, oh, right. David Silverman's Maggie Simpson in the Longest Daycare. That was really good, actually, too. Yeah, but Paper Man was better. Paper oh, Man's going to take yeah, it. Yeah. That's a, dog. I haven't seen Adam's any dog? of the shorts. Adam, Adam and Dog, and dog. Are in there. It's yeah. really good. Uh, fresh guacamole and Head Over Heels. But Paper Man was so good. Paper Man was really good. I hope Paper Man wins. Unfortunately, but Adam and Dog had a dog and it made me cry. So yeah, but Paper Man was, was a wordless love story that was beautiful and made me cry. <laughs> Yes. I'm man enough to admit it. Right before Wreck-It Ralph, you were bawling like a baby. That's where I saw it. <laughs> that is also when I saw it. Huh. Yeah, I kind of hope Simpsons wins, though. That'd be sweet. Just so that you can say Maggie Simpson won an Oscar. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or she comes up to accept it. That'd oh, be awesome. That'd be amazing. And it would never happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> They'd have to plan that uh, stuff So let's, yeah. let's touch on writing. We'll, we'll leave out... Most of the minor canon. We won't talk about costuming and such. Are but we looking at original screenplay or adapted? We'll, uh, we'll look at both. We'll start with original. Nope. Right. And Amour, the, see, Django Unchained, Flight, Moonrise Kingdom, and Zero Dark Thirty and this is the one, are all nominated for original. This is the one Looper should have been on, nope. and I do not understand why it was not on. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Original screenplay. Come on. That's good. 
You, you said nope, didn't you say nope? <laughs> He's humoring him at this point. <laughs> yes. Were you, you weren't a fan of Looper? I was a fan of Looper. I liked it. But he doesn't think it's genius. I didn't writing. think it was I genius. Think it's genius. That's and just because no... it's got time travel in it and it confused you. Exactly. I have no bias. <laughs> <laughs> My hope is that Moonrise Kingdom wins. Yes. Wes Anderson? Yeah. Django Unchained. That's my vote. Yeah, I'll stick with Django. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to go with Django on that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Adam on this one. Moonrise Kingdom was oh. fantastic. And we're going to be correct. How is Zero Dark Thirty original? Because it was an original movie. Yeah. It wasn't based on another... I thought it was based on a book. No. Was it? It's it's based on the actual hunt for Osama bin Laden, but so, not in anything that was written down. But like the... Well, but like the <clears throat> unclassified... It's still an original work. Yeah, because it's not it's not based on another like I guess. But it's based on real people or a TV show. Yeah, but weird. Anyways, okay. I don't know the rules. It's an original narrative. (laughs) Yeah, it's an original screenplay. It's not a right award for original story. I guess. That's right. Yeah. Uh, In the adapted screenplay category, you've got Argo, Beasts of the Southern Wild, Life of Pi, Lincoln, and Silver Linings Playbook. Definitely Life of Pi. I think Argo is going to win it, and that's going to pave the way to the Best Picture. Really? That's my opinion. Yeah. Interesting. That they're gonna they're gonna manage to squeeze by director because they're gonna take the screenplay award. Hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm just going with Jordan. Life of Pi. Life of Pi. Yeah. That having not. It read would the be book, it would be very weird for Silver Linings Playbook to win Best Picture and not win the screenplay. No. Yeah, that is a good point. Mm-hmm. Too bad I'm still going with Life of Pi. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fair. Life of Pi is a really good adaptation. And that's fair. Really good. We're all looking at you, Adam. Intently. Having not you. seen any of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> my, my scholarly opinion is, is I think, uh, Scott, you present a very compelling case for Argo. Uh, I could be totally wrong. No, I know. I but, could have egg on my face come the Oscars. But the, Cross my fingers. But the case is compelling. and I, So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say Argo for uh, Best Adapted Screenplay. I'll, uh, I'll stick with the table's consensus of Life of Pi and it was, uh, I think, it, as far as book adaptation goes, it's quite, it was really well done. So. Yeah. All right, now that we're through the boring part of the show. Yes. Sweet. Let's talk about the Oscar pageantry. Mm. More specifically, your thoughts on this year's host. Now, Which background is... material. Okay. The Oscars two years ago decided to try something different and went with some younger, hipper hosts. In the form of Anne Hathaway and James Franco. James Franco spent most of the show high yes. and could ki- give allegedly less, could not give less care about being there. And Anne Hathaway tried so hard that it was a train wreck. Yeah. So they panicked last year and asked Eddie Murphy. And then when he backed out, they panicked even more and went on their old standby, Billy Crystal. Oh. And that was a boring and stayed show. Wow. That was it was the Jay Leno of the Oscars. Yeah. It was horrible, dude. There was there was blackface. There was blackface in the Oscars. What? Yeah, he he pretended to be Sammy Davis oh, Jr. Yeah. and colored well, he, himself up. That is an old, so, It's an old character of his. But it's so bad. <laughs> Nobody understood. I was watching on Twitter as that showed up, and people were just like, "What the hell? Did he just do blackface?" And it was like, <laughs> no, like, and it was just like we just just they had. It was like, no, that's a character of his, and blah. And it, nobody got it because nobody has seen that character in like 20 years. <laughs> like nobody's heard any of his jokes he for 20 was, years. He was exactly the wrong person oh, to host totally. yeah. So this year, uh, 
this year they decided to go with Seth MacFarlane. Which is awesome. Of Family Guy fame. He is going to be awesome. Now, my concern is the producers go with Seth MacFarlane and then shackle him. Yeah, he could be he could be a neutered mess. I I think he's going to be just like John Stewart was a couple of years before Anne Hathaway. John Stewart is he, not fondly remembered as an Oscar host. I'm going to point that. Yeah, out. but there's a reason he was not asked back. That's but that's because the people at home were killing themselves laughing, loving his jokes. Whereas all of the Hollywood types were squirming. Exactly, in their because they can't laugh at the political jokes. They can't laugh at the at the incorrect humor jokes because they're all. I don't think Seth so, but Seth MacFarlane, what's he like? He's going to do the same thing, and it's yeah. going to happen the exact same way. I don't think he's going to be able to do a, shall we say, Ricky Gervais. Oh, that'd be And just come ass. right out of left field and be all up in everyone's face. I think that he's going to be shackled, that he's yeah. going to be, as, as Greg put it, neutered. <laughs> uh, but I think that he is going to get some good zingers in. And I think that he's going to put on a, at least a decent show. Depe- I think it depends. Like depends if he if he can do it with the shackles on, then that'll be good. But I or they no might go crazy and let him do whatever. I don't know. I, I'm hoping for the latter. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of uh, untested as a live performer, as far as we're concerned. Anyway, so you know, I don't think has any of us seen him perform live before. Yeah, I was know. trying to think if he's been on SNL or anything like that before. Yeah, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Not that I know of. He's a smart guy and he's funny. Yeah, and that's yeah. going in his favor. Totally. I've never seen him in front of a live crowd either. So. Yeah. It's just that his, his humor is in the poopy jokes. Can we say <laughs> that we're excited to see him? Interesting. It will be, my interest is definitely peaked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys remember when Dave Letterman hosted the Oscars? No. And he basically he basically did the Oscars exactly like the Letterman show. <laughs> yep. And I loved the Letterman show back then, and I loved it. It was the best Oscar show I've seen. Is he is he finally remembered as a host? I don't, eh, think, so. I don't think so. I didn't even know he hosted. So. I don't think there's a lot of. Uh, Hosts that are fondly, fondly remembered, except Billy for Crystal. Billy Crystal, yeah. who's well, way past his duty. Oh no! Oh yeah, Crystal was fondly remembered until last year, where he. Totally I think no. Billy, the, the problem is, last year he did exactly what he would have done twenty years ago. Oh yeah, totally. and it would have been hilarious twenty, 20 years. Billy ago. Crystal's his peak was when he hosted the Oscars the same year that City Slickers came out. That was brilliant. When he had Jack Palance drag a giant Oscar statue across the stage, <laughs> it was amazing, and it was really funny. Nice. That's when he peaked. That was 1992. There you go. Wow. So yeah, way past you. Ouch. That's City, not yeah. Oh, City Slickers. That's that's, that's yeah. Cool. City Slickers. I was like, mm. <laughs> I mean, some of you weren't even born yet. <laughs> the Oscars in general aren't entertaining to watch, are they? I mean, are they ever really? You always go in hoping they will be, <laughs> and usually there's parts that are yeah. entertaining, but overall it's generally Here's my plan, guys. Next weekend, well, not I'm like, going no. over to J&J's party to get sloshed. <laughs> yeah, that'll make it interesting. Hey, yeah. I'll be there, too. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Let's go hypothetical here. Who would you like to see host the Oscars? Ooh. You know, Seth MacFarlane's uh, pretty Conan good. O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, that would be nuts. <laughs> Because he could, he could even if you tried to shackle him, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do it. He would just do whatever the hell he wants. That's what he does. He does whatever the hell he wants. And then wants. halfway through the show, he stops coming out, and Billy Crystal yeah. starts <laughs> <the rest laughs> <of the show. laughs> I think uh, Conan O'Brien is great at recovering from jokes that fail, and that seems to happen a lot during Oscar shows. So I think that, that would be uh, at least that would sort of maybe help save him. <laughs> 
how I don't remember uh, watching this one. I think actually the last Oscars I watched on television was with a Hugh Jackman as host. But Ooh, yeah. how were Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin? Oh, they they were not great. Really? But, but they but they weren't terrible either. They, they yeah. definitely weren't terrible. Yeah. Alec Baldwin is not good live. No. Yes, yeah, Steve Steve was great. Steve yeah. was great. Well, yeah. Alec his, was yeah. not. That's his shtick. All of all of the pre-recorded stuff with Alec Baldwin was amazing. Yeah, totally. But, yeah. but all the live stuff was kind of a little holding mugs. My my dream my dream <laughs> He got what I was what I was miming too. My dream host uh, for the Academy Awards is the entire cast of Arrested Development in character. <laughs> that is as that is as insane as it is impossible. <laughs> Oh, if we're going Dreamcast, I would like to see all the original Ninja Turtles in their original rubber suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm for this. That would be amazing. I'm all for this. Yeah. <laughs> Calbunga, dude. I'd like I, to see yeah. Neil Patrick Harris host the Oscars. Yeah. Well, and he, he, like, as, as a realistic pretty, pretty yeah. He hosts the Tonys, doesn't he? Or he, he has, has hosted, hosted the Tonys, them. and he was very funny. He has hosted the mm. Emmys, and oh. he was very funny. Oh, right. And I think that it's time for him to step up to the Oscars, and I think he will be very funny. Because he is... Charming, he is witty, he is intelligent, and he also knows how to uh, win back an audience who he's losing. And he can sing and dance. And he can sing and dance very well. Definitely. I yeah. think Neil Patrick Harris would be an excellent Oscar host. What about the uh, Tina Fey and what's-her-face? They were actually really good at the Golden Globes. Tina Fey's good in everything she does, though. Yeah, They were very funny at the Golden Globes. Even in her new shampoo commercials? I haven't seen them. They're pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they probably weren't written by her. Probably not. Uh, or maybe a newcomer like Melissa McCarthy or something like that. Kirsten Wig. That'd be interesting. Comedian. It, it, it's it's a good bet to go with somebody who can do comedy. For sure. Yeah. They I'm, seem to be more comfortable on stage usually. Well, and they're more comfortable being funny. Yeah. On stage. I would go. I would go with a, like a past SNL, like fairly recent, but pat like. Jimmy Will Fallon. Ferrell. Jimmy Fallon would be all right for me. But that's because I don't think, I don't think Jimmy Fallon's quite at that level. I think he would be right up uh, the Academy's alley. Really. Oh, totally. Though, yeah, actually, because yeah. he's he's funny, but he's safe. Yeah, yeah totally. He's safe and clean, and yeah. so and maybe that's, that's and that's not meant as a slam at Jimmy Fallon, who I find very entertaining. Oh yeah. Yes. So maybe that's not more of my dream. Maybe that's more of like an actual like my could, NPH suggestion. Yeah, someone like realistic could, who yeah. could do it. Okay. My dream would be more like the Muppets. Like, if uh-huh. they just had the whole show to themselves. Oh, that would be amazing. Be, uh, just run like amazing. an episode of The Muppet Show. Exactly, With yeah. Statler and Waldorf up in the, uh, up in the balcony <laughs> booing people. <Yeah. laughs> when, when Eddie Murphy lost it, there was a really big, like, Twitter campaign to get them on to even just for one award. And I think they did do I'm pretty one sure award. they handed out an award or, yeah, or did a segment. I seem to remember Miss Piggy mm-hmm. and Kermit yeah. being there. But they, there was a real big thing for them to host it, which would have been fantastic. I don't know why, why would you wouldn't do that. That is as you'd safe have, as you'd it have gets. Kermit as the, as the front man, and yeah. you could have little in between ving, little sketches during the course of the show with different Muppets. Yeah, and and Statler and Waldorf up in the. It would be fantastic. That would be. Amazing. I just I yeah. wanted to cut to them after after every award was handed out and have them comment something negative yeah. about the person. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even joking. I would yeah. want that. That'd I mean, be... they're, they're, the original Muppet Show was a variety show, so I mean, like, yeah. in some ways, the Oscars are kind of like that with the, switching from music numbers and all that kind of stuff. So totally. it's kind of right up their alley. I think we've I think we have consensus. The Muppets, the Muppets. The Muppets. Yeah, sure. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I'm a Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say no. What? 
That's because you're wrong. But it's because I'm not a Muppets fan, but you know. <laughs> you're a monster. I am a monster. Not a Muppet. I'm a, a terrible person. <laughs> he's, he's a man, not a Muppet. <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> I think we've talked enough about movies and Oscars. I feel like we have. So well, that, we... that means generally that it would be time for your favorite part of the show. You mean the Fast 15. Except that there is a problem. There is a problem. <laughs> See, all of our guests have been on the show before. With the exception, I believe, of Aaron. But we weren't expecting her to be here. Yes. I, 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 I had forgotten. Is, which is fine. It's totally cool that she is. But So we didn't prepare for her to be here. On the other hand, Jay and Jay and Greg have all been on the show before and have all done the Fast 15. So it would be ridiculous to send them through the Fast 15 again. But what if I have different answers this time? Unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> that means you lie your own record. <laughs> destroy. So we actually have come up with an alternate Fast 15. That is true. And we're calling this Oscar Trivia. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. We're going to yeah. see how much you guys know about the history of the Academy Awards, of the most prestigious... Of Hollywood's I hope you guys are prepared for me to fail. Can we play like golf where like you get a negative score and then whoever's got the best negative score? No, it doesn't work that way. Damn it. But you guys can pool your intelligence together. I feel it's like not you, you should questions. work together. Yes. Oh, okay. I think all, all three right. of us together may form one person's intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Your powers Thanks, combined, <laughs> you Thanks, are buddy. Captain yeah. Trivia. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, what's, nice. we're like Very the Power nice. Rangers, but we're, we're people. We're gonna start. We're gonna start with an easy okay. one, or I believe softball a softball question. Oh, question. Um, uh, Greg, don't look at my computer screen because <laughs> that is Greg, treachery. Greg, look at his computer screen. <laughs> In, including this year, how many Academy Awards have there been? Uh, fifty-nine. You are incorrect. You are you are wrong. One hundred and fifty-nine. You are still, still wrong. wrong. Is, it, is it like eighty-three? Close. You're getting warmer. 85. Yes. yes. That is correct. That was a, that on, was your, a, on your fourth attempt. <laughs> that was a guess. I was the closest without going over. A that's true. Break. That's true. <laughs> Greg wins the showcase Swing showdown. All right. Our next question. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to get this. <laughs> Yay. Where were the first Oscars ever held? Oh, I know this one. Do you really? Not Los Angeles. So I want to know the name of the theater. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's the Staples Center. Here's, here's, I don't a, know. here's a rule of thumb. It's probably in Hollywood. I was going to say Hollywood. That's what I wanted to answer. All right. No one knows the answer no, to this no, question? Wait, wait. It was, no, it's, uh, it's uh, the Marigold? No. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Included in the name is the last name of an American president. That is actually the worst clue you could have given. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't help at all. Is it really? <laughs> <Kind> <laughs> the Reagan Center. No, it's older. No. Old. Much older. Way older. The Hollywood Did Roosevelt Hotel in 1929. That was, the well, Oscars were handed correct. out at a None banquet, and it, it was not televised. The first, like, 20 weren't televised. Weren't yeah, they? <laughs> they weren't televised for a while. But, uh, all it right. Was, it was that wasn't a trivia question. Anyway. Okay, I, this is I a, a point. This is a two-parter. <laughs> this is a two-parter. <laughs> You have to answer the first question. You have to answer the first part first in order to be able to. Never mind. Uh, who has hosted the Oscars the most times? Billy Crystal. No. That is incorrect. Damn it. Though so you might be close. 
Yeah, he's in that he's probably up. There. Billy Crystal's hosted the Oscars ten times, but there is someone who's done it more. I have no idea. Not the slightest clue. He's a comedian. Steve, Steve Martin. Nope. He's an old balls comedian. Wow. Oh, USO. Oh, Bob Hope. Bob yeah. Hope ah. is correct. I was doing my golf swing yeah. to give him a clue. And the second part of the question is how many times has twelve more fifteen more <laughs> what twenty two. That is incorrect. <laughs> Bob Hope 18. has hosted the Academy Awards 18 times. Oh, Jordan wow. is correct. You just guessed. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, there are three possible answers to this question. Uh, and the question is, what movie has won the most Oscars? It's a three-way tie between these three films. Titanic? That, that is, one, that of is one of them. Are they all fairly recent? Or? Uh, actually, yeah. no. One, One of them, them is older. pretty old. Oh, uh, the Godfather. No. Nope. Lawrence of Arabia. No. Nope. Really? You're kind of getting closer. Closer. What's the one? Um, what's the one? One of them. Okay. One of them is much older than Titanic, and one of them is more recent than Titanic. Avatar. Nope. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> it won almost none of the Oscars. We'll give you another clue. These between the, or the three of them are tied for having won eleven Oscars each. Titanic. Jeez, uh, I'm trying. Queen to of the Nile or what? No, what's you're, it called? You're kind of in the right. You're in the right yeah, area. I don't know. I just, yeah, uh, it's it's an epic movie. It's an epic. Yep. It's not Lawrence of Arabia. It's the other nope. one. Uh, is it like Ben Hur? You that are absolutely right. Ben Hur. <laughs> it is Ben Hur, and then the one that was more recent than Titanic. Could also be described as an epic movie. I would Lord say. Of the Rings? Which, Which one? one? The, the first one? It would the only be The one. Return of the King. That's that is, yeah. Yeah. Return of the King also won 11 Oscars. Jesus. Okay. Our That's next crazy. Question. Lord of the Rings won, is tied for one of the most ones. With yeah. Titanic and Ben-Hur. I never would have thought ben that. But yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of technical awards, of course, yeah. like science awards. Yeah. yeah. The next question. Who is the oldest? Sorry. Actually, I was going to add a little bit of Lord oh, of the Rings Return please of the King do. trivia. Uh, not only did it win 11 awards, it swept all of the nomination categories it was, or all the categories it was nominated in. Yeah. And oh, it is okay. the only movie to ever do that. Wow. Yeah. It was nominated in 11 categories, won every Oscar. Jeez. That was the worst Oscars ever. Because <laughs> 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 it was like, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson was like, I don't got any more speeches left. Coincidentally, hosted by Billy Crystal. <laughs> so there you go. There we go. Our next question: Who is the oldest Oscar winner at the time the Oscar was won? What's his name? Peter O'Toole. No, O'Toole. Eighty, 80 something years old. Eighty something years old. That's correct. Um, was it the guy that did he actually win, or did Ving Rhames win? No. Was, was it one? recent? Uh, in your lifetime, yes. And he's dead now. That is correct. Yeah. Oops, Aaron, Aaron is correct. Jessica Tandy won for Driving Miss Daisy, and she was 81 years old at the yep. time. Wow. Wow. Okay. This one's, this one's tough. So I'm going to give you... There are two answers to this. I'm going to give you the first, and then hopefully it'll, it'll jog your memory for the next one. Only two actors have won Oscars for a performance in a foreign language film. One of them was Sophia Loren in Two Women. What's the other, the other actor, actress, film, actor or actress in film? In a foreign film. In a foreign film. One what, sir? Best actor or actress. It's what's last year? Nope. 
No, it was not. The artist was in a foreign film. Yeah, it was, well, it was made in France, but it was in English. Was it in English? Yeah. Well, kind of. It was title in English. Yeah. For, foreign language <laughs> film. It's foreign language that's film. That, that was my guess. Desjardins or whatever, no, but that's no. not right. Do you have a guess, Jay? I don't. I have no idea. Sorry. I'm not good with foreign. You're going to kick yourselves because you all know this. It was Roberto Benini for Life is Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> all right. Now, we all know that a few years ago, a uh, young actor was nominated for playing the Joker yeah, after having died. Caesar yeah. Romero. Yes. <laughs> a young Caesar Romero. That is correct. Was nominated for playing the Joker. Uh, but he was not the first person to win a posthumous acting Oscar who was. Oh, I know. Uh, for Superman. No? Ah, damn it. But it was him, wasn't it? No. No. I don't know the answer to this. Nope. And I don't have a guess. Possibly. Can we have a clue? For, from a movie from 1976. Oh, no. I'm no. Totally wrong. And he's oh. mad as hell and he's not going to take oh. it anymore. Oh, yeah. I don't know his name, but yeah, I know the movie. Peter Network. Finch for Network, yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he he won posthumously. Yeah. Really? That, that was really his last movie. Crazy. Yep. Okay, who yeah, is stress awesome movie. who is currently he was not in the best of health is <laughs> <laughs> who is currently the most honored male actor? That Jack Nicholson? That's correct. Jack Nicholson nice. has had twelve Oscar nominations, three wins, uh, most recently in nineteen ninety seven for as good as it gets. And I believe I don't think he's won a lifetime achievement. He did it at the he Golden will. Globes though. He he's no, not this year, because I don't know. No, no, no not this year, but he will. Do we know who's winning the, the achievement for this year? year? I'm not sure. I thought it was Spielberg for some reason, but that's Spielberg. totally wrong. That's I totally wrong. So. Okay, last question that I have. Uh, there are a dozen discontinued Oscar categories. Can you name two of them? Some of them are pretty strange. Discontinued? Discontinued categories. No idea. I haven't. You couldn't even guess? Voice actor. Uh, that is not one of them. Uh, musical? Comedy slash musical, yeah. Close. Yeah. So there's one, one category that was discontinued. was best director in a comedy picture. And it was only in 1928 that they had that category. Wow. Uh, some of the other examples include best short film, Color. <laughs> 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 uh, best short film, Live Action, Two reels. Wow. Live action, two reels. It sounds like an internet porn of some kind. <laughs> Best, one movie, this is reels. great. Best title writing. Wow. They should have kept that uh, one. Was that because, Silent like, film. was it because, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That was only in 1928. Uh, that was some really good. Sorry, you said best musical, right? Yeah. You no. Were, no uh, so one of you said best it. musical. Yeah. That, that was a category, original musical or comedy score. There it yeah. is. Aaron's a winner. They stopped doing that in 1999, actually. Anyway, there's a dozen of them if you look them up on the Academy Award Wikipedia page, which is where I get all my information. That's <laughs> <laughs> 100% accurate. Who has the most acting nominations? I'm going to go is Jack Nicholson again. It is a female. It is a female. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Um, Meryl Streep. Yep. You are Cinema. correct. <laughs> she has the most wins, doesn't she, too? Uh, of any I actor? I don't know, but she has 17 nominations. Did you see who, is, who, is, who has the most acting nominations without ever winning? Jack Nicholson. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going. Did he win last year? 
No, he's never won. Oh, no. He's he, never won. Oh, he's never won. Pacino? Nope. Oh, that's a tough question. He has never won. Has De Niro ever won? I don't know if... De, yeah, he, sure won he, for, he won for Taxi. Yeah. 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 Taxi Driver. Who is it? He has won an honorary award. It was in 2002. He's got to be old, then. He's pretty old. Uh, oh, uh, oh fuck. I can't remember his name either. He's got thick glasses, though. <laughs> Not Peter George O'Toole? Burst. It is Peter O'Toole. Yes! <laughs> he got it. It's Peter O'Toole. Uh. <laughs> and this, just because it's interesting, I'm going to ask, and no one will get it. What is the shortest performance to win an ass? No, I'm going to give you who it is, but then I want you to guess this. Beatrice Strait for Network in 1976 won an Oscar for acting, and it was the shortest performance ever to win an Oscar. Was it a supporting a supporting performance? I presume so. Okay. Best How long was she in the movie? Five minutes. 30 seconds. Five seconds. Two minutes. You are the closest without going over. She was in the movie for five minutes, 40 seconds. Wow. So Jay takes that one. And it is the shortest amount of time an actor has been in a movie and won an Oscar. Pretty fantastic. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it for our Oscar show. We've been talking about, hopefully it hasn't been tremendously boring. You mean we have to leave already? Yes. <laughs> that's a hell of a way to end the show. <laughs> hopefully it hasn't been tremendously boring. <laughs> By the way, is this where you guys like talk about your sponsors? <laughs> like right at the end. No, no, not yet. <laughs> hopefully it wasn't boring. By the way, why don't you guys check out, now that you've tuned out, why don't you uh, check out our sponsors? Well, before we get to that, um, why, don't we, uh, why don't you guys tell us all about the things that you do that got you into this room? You mean things that we do? We we do J&J. Yes. And where can people find you online? J-A-Y-N-J dot C-A. Where we do our whatever weekly. But it's about basically weekly now. Pretty much weekly. Cool. Yeah, entertainment podcast. We've been, this year we've been kind of venturing into not just movies. We've talked video games. Comic books. Also that. They do impressions of video games. And they speak in tongues. That was amazing and terrifying. That was great. Pretty fantastic. He was touched by the Lord. I don't know if you guys can see this, but I am radiating light right now. Lord Master Chief. Yeah, yeah, so we have been venturing into other, we, like Jordan was trying to say comic books. Comic books, yes. Yeah, yeah, and some TV, I think we did, maybe, we, not yet. I don't not think yet, it's no yet. TV, no. No, not, not yet. yet, but maybe by the time this so comes out. So less focus on film, more focus on entertainment in general. We just want yeah. to do our interests in general. That's cool, yeah. very cool. Yeah, and so far we've we've done, well, we had Die Hard will become, by the time this podcast out, there'll be a Die Hard episode out, there was... Uh, video games versus movies. Star Wars identities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. That uh, was fun. Yeah, we had a our major episode last month was yeah. video games versus movies. Cool. Yeah, and you can always find me on. Oh, well, actually, both of us on Twitter. We use the yep. hashtag J and J all the time. So right on. Yep. And Jordan's at the J Blackburn. I am at the J Blackburn. Cool. Right what are on. You? You're uh, <laughs> at J Runham. And you can. Do I'm me. sorry. I, I was a little bit slow on the queue. <laughs> and, and Greg, what are you up to? Uh, I uh, publish a uh, webcomic with my uh, my life partner, Jeremy Dye. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I know my place. It's <laughs> called <laughs> uh, it Inglorious Hipsters. You can find it at ingloriousHipsters.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at IngloriousHip. And you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, at Greg Beaver. That's Greg with two Gs at the end. G-R-E-G-G-B-E-E-V-E-R. 
Beaver, exactly. I'm sorry. Could you repeat? Could yeah, you repeat that? I'm trying to just, write it down. Just rewind. Just rewind the podcast. <laughs> uh, and Aaron, you do interesting things on the internet too. Yes, you do. Don't pretend you don't. <laughs> that, that's generous, but yeah. Tell us about your your website and what you do there. Um, I occasionally update my site. I've got a blog where I sketch pictures of randomly generated sentences. And it is at randomgenerator.ca. Very cool. Randomgenerator.ca. I'm repeating it only because she's a little ways, a little ways away from the mic, and I'm not certain it picked up completely. So. Oh, I should also mention that every month I step on your guys' toes by posting my own podcast. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) Which I guest hosted on the last episode. Adam guest hosted Bay because Jeremy wasn't able to uh, attend the last podcast. I'm sorry, Scott. I should have told you. <laughs> That's okay. I've been on their podcast a lot. You son of a bitch. How dare you? Who's been on J and J more, me or you? Probably I've been on three you. times. I've been on twice. Greg, Greg yeah, I think he holds the record, doesn't he? No, actually, James just passed him. Like, just. Least oh, yeah. Yeah. I gotta be on your show again. As yeah. do I. <laughs> hey, I'm up for it. Name a topic. I'm gonna be on James's show. <laughs> Good. <laughs> on podcast I, might, uh, I might talk to you about coming on our podcast later. Excellent. But uh, we can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you don't leave any edit points for them, though. Let's just keep talking keep until talking. the episode ends. What is this just, editing? Just continue to talk. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, thanks for being on the show. It was yes. great to chat with you. Thanks thank for you. having us. Yes, thank you. And yeah. thanks for the chocolates and the cookies. And, and the beer. You're welcome. And we'll talk to you, our delightful listener, again after the Oscars. Hooray. You've been listening to The Unknown Studio, episode 82. Our guests, Greg Beaver, Aaron Bourne, Jay Runham, and Jordan Blackburn. Pre-production by Adam Rosenhart. Post-production by Scott C. Bourgeois. The Unknown Studio is a proud member of the League of Extraordinary Media. You can visit us on the web at theunknownstudio.ca. Thanks for listening. By the way, spoilers for uh, J&J this week. Die Hard sucked. Yeah, like yeah. a lot. <laughs>